Welcome to this week's Wrestle This podcast with Lord Fancy Pants himself, Rich Montalvo, and Heather Montalvo. This is a weekly wrestling podcast where uh, we do quicker, shorter episodes on uh, off pay-per-view weeks. But during those pay-per-view weeks, Heather and I will be both predicting as well as reviewing those pay-per-views and kind of sharing it with everyone. Uh, This week found us in the middle of a... I don't know. Uh, This is just going to be the number one on this week's Wrestle This Quick List, uh, which is wild card rules. WWE is just throwing everything against the wall, but any trust in their own people. Raw is absolutely stacked with just so much talent. Yet once again, they're bringing over Roman to do it. Granted, I really do love Roman lately. I like his more chill attitude. It is just a pretty much laid-back version of what he originally was. Uh, But the wild card rules, it just seems forced. It just, it's a reason to, for them to just push everyone to each show without actually focusing on their own rosters that are so deep and so filled with just all these characters that aren't giving a chance to actually shine. Next up, we have this uh, week's episode of the Firefly Funhouse. It was a little creepier this time around. Uh, I really liked Bray's kind of duality once he jumped into uh, talking to Mercy about uh, killing a rambling rabbit. Granted, I still don't like the voices of those puppets, but when it comes to Bray and just the visuals and some of the stuff, I'm really digging it. I'm not liking the sounds, the kind of cartoonish honks and other stuff. Just like, eh, I'm not into that side of it, but I am enjoying, especially those kids, it's time for a picnic and just cutting to those kids, bored as can be, just sitting there, kind of, not even bored, it's just zoned out. Uh, next up, we have the Uso Penitentiary and what I'll call the, the jokey Usos that have kind of joined onto Raw. There's a big difference to what they were on SmackDown and what they are going towards at Raw. Granted, it could be just because they're interacting with the Revival, and the Revival are kind of Vince's... I don't know. It it just seems like they're getting a short end of the stick when it comes to being put through those kind of weird, jokey storylines. But when it comes to the Usos, it is kind of interesting to see them not in that kind of thuggish way as it is on SmackDown. When it comes to SmackDown, they, they were, and you saw it again, this week because they went over to SmackDown and it was back to the penitentiary. It was back to just, I don't know, it's two different sides of their characters. And I love the Usos. It was just amazing match that they had this week. So it's great to actually see them still doing stuff and especially going for that belt. It was an almost, oh, is he going to get it? Um, another part of that Daniel Bryan, Eric Rowan match. Um, I really liked Rowan. Rowan, uh, Normally, he never excited me, whether it was Bludgeon Brothers or whether it was back with the Bray days. I I, I didn't see him as this great wrestler, but this time around, I don't, I don't know. He, he was looking really good in uh, that match. Uh, next up, I would have to say, probably have to be Andrade. I really like Andrade as a wrestler. I think he 
I'm a Hispanic as well. So like seeing that just regardless of even that side of it, he's just a really good wrestler, man. He just puts his all out there. Uh, but I think he's talking too much. If you have someone who doesn't have the best ability when it comes to speaking a language, why force them to speak so much? What I feel he should transition to is more of a catchphrase. There's so many folks of catchphrases. I'm not saying something super cheesy, but this way he memorizes that one thing and he can say it sinisterly. He can say it. He can basically find a way to use that phrasing whenever he needs to. Um, but that that's my own personal view. Like I, he already has Selena there. Why overdo it with having him just speak so much when it could be him saying some stuff in Spanish and then that catchphrase. This way you know he's pissed off because he suddenly switched to that that just like just really quick way he speaks Spanish. Um, next up, we have the really long, really boring and peach cobbler scented uh, segment that was the Lacey Evans uh, segment that she had with most of the raw women's roster. It was just very, I don't know, stiff, just like she's stiff. I don't know. I never, she never appealed to me back in NXT. It's even worse now that they've made her into this Southern Belle, but I'm really excited to see Becky just rip her apart. That's all I'm hoping for, uh, for money in the back bank in their match, but we'll have to see. Hopefully it's not some long drawn out thing because I, I'm just really not a fan in general of Lacey. Next up, we have Kofi with back-to-back -back nights against the WWE's pretty much top competitors between AJ Styles, Daniel Bryan, and Sami Zayn, uh, even Kevin Owens towards the end of that. Um, they all put in just great efforts against New Day's high flyer. Um, Kofi had one heck of a mean look in his eyes also. There is a kind of different look to him sometimes especially when he was by himself on raw that it i don't know it, it's great to see him kind of rising to the occasion when it comes to him uh winning that belt um enjoying his run so far and um especially uh that match that's coming up for money in the bank against kevin uh, after that uh, i would have to say the shane and miz bits on raw were so so well filmed um, some of the ways it was filmed, specifically that end bit, where it was the, the camera was above the action, Miz comes out of nowhere and attacks Shane from behind. It was just, I don't know, it was almost artistic. It was really great to see them kind of take a different approach with that. Uh, what does bother me, I don't like the fact that they're giving up this time to what could be taken up just by um, actual wrestlers on the roster. Uh, it's great to see Miz, but when it comes to Shane, there's no reason to see him yet another time just hamming it up. I don't know. There is some uh, unfortunate news that goes along with this uh, specific part of the quick list, which would be uh, Mrs. Dad actually suffered a real broken rib at uh, the match at WrestleMania. And it's unfortunate. Uh, all I have to say is rest up, Mr. Potato Face, and hopefully you get back in the ring sometime. After that, we have... Leo Rush. Right now, he didn't follow Lashley, uh, follow out rather. He he's, was no longer his manager. He was kind of just absent. Uh, there is a lot of noise of ruckus kind of in the backstage when it comes to him and his attitude and kind of run in with other folks in the locker room and what he feels, I don't know, doesn't line up to his ideals and where he feels he should be on the roster. Um, it's unfortunate. I think he is a really, really good wrestler, and uh, um, 
I don't know. I, I would really like to see the man of the hour kind of come back and kind of become a wrestler rather than cheesing it up for whatever, I don't know, just him kind of going overboard with being, I don't know, whatever drama he has back there. Anyways, I, I, I hope he comes around. Next up, we have Goldberg being slated to go over to this year's Saudi Arabia pay-per-view right now he's one of only two folks i think that have been announced him and a uh, kurt angle i'm not sure exactly what will be going on I'm, i've also heard rumbles that a lot of the superstars aren't exactly happy with having to go there yet again and kind of the the fact that everything's so segregated and the women won't have a chance to perform in a place that will no doubt love and cheer the women just as much as the men but it's a different culture and wwe has chosen to kind of lay in bed with these folks and right now there's nothing you can do we we have to sit back and watch and i know personally i'll still watch match last year's show was pretty good i know there's a lot of awfulness that has gone on and continues to go on but right now this is the product and me personally i i just want to enjoy the product i i wish there wasn't that negativeness of what they're choosing to do over there and we'll see where it goes uh next up we have samoa joe and his kind of creepy whisper talk that he had towards dominic mysterio i think that's his name right um I think it was great. I I think there was a kind of creepy uncle vibe to it. It wasn't too malicious. It was just enough to kind of creak Dominic out. And I don't know. I'm hoping they actually do something with this. I'm excited to see kind of uh, Samoa given a a different set of uh, people to fight against. I hope this first fight with Ray goes well and... I hope they actually do something with Mr. Yo Jr. the second. Is that his name? I don't know what his name is. I'm glad that Joe is on Raw, and I'm hoping that this gives him some room to breathe, and I want to see what he can do with it. Uh, and that's it for this week's Wrestle This Quick List. As always, we thank you for listening, and can, you can find us on WrestleThisPodcast.com, follow us on Twitter at WrestleThis2, and join our community at WrestleThisPodcast on Facebook. Thank you.